Hello and welcome to the Grace Point Henderson podcast. My name is Parker. I serve as a lead pastor at Grace Point Church in Henderson, Kentucky. On this episode, we'll be hearing from Ryan Moy. Ryan is a Boyce College student in Louisville, Kentucky, and is currently preparing for work in ministry and missions. In this episode, Ryan looks at Jesus' rebuke of the Pharisees in Matthew 23, verses 25 through 28, and hones in on the Pharisees' hypocrisy and lawlessness. We hope you enjoy this episode of the Grace Point Henderson Podcast. So, hello church. Um, I just wanted to thank you all for um, the support that you guys give me. and that I'm going to school for God's called ministry. Um, I'm about to go back to school on January 11th, and I just want to ask for prayer, especially with my college algebra class, um, and uh, that I would grow my faith while I'm there. Um, I appreciate the prayer and support and um, the scholarships that this church provides that I can, so I can be able to go and answer God's call. Uh, before I begin, I just wanted to start with prayer. Lord, uh, I'm so grateful for this opportunity you gave me to be able to um, share your word with, the, with this church, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would use me as you see fit. I pray, Lord, that I do not get any glory, but that you get all the glory. Lord, we love you so much. In Christ we pray. Amen. So uh, at 7.55 a.m. on Sunday, on December 7th, 1941, the Japanese Imperial Force uh, Air Force attacked the naval base of Pearl Harbor. The attack crippled eight battleships, three cruisers, and completely destroyed two battleships, the Oklahoma and the Arizona. The attack lasted two hours. When it was over, 2,323 American uh, servicemen were dead. President Franklin famously called it a date that will live forever in infamy. The attack was a complete shock to the nation. The Japanese, before the attack, sent ambassadors to discuss peace This move was a guise to throw the United States into a sense of safety. To the Americans, the Japanese wanted peace, but in reality, the Japanese wanted to destroy the U.S. naval presence in the Pacific. In the same way, we can seem righteous and holy to others, but in reality, we are evil and full of deceit. The Lord speaks to this in the Gospel of Matthew. This book was named after the apostle of its namesake. He wrote this book specifically for the Jews to come to faith. We can see this in the genealogical records proving he was a descendant of David. Matthew points out that Jesus was the fulfillment of scripture. Matthew emphasized Jesus Christ's authority spreading the gospel and the power of the gospel for all people. With this in mind, we're going to be reading from Matthew 23, verses 25 to 28. Matthew 23, 25 to 28. Before we read this verse, we must understand the context of the, in the previous chapters. The Pharisees and the Sadducees are trying to catch Jesus in his words. They question him on matters of taxation, on the resurrection, and on the commandments. In chapter 23, he is calling out the hypocrisy of the Sadducees and Pharisees. And later, he will declare judgment on Israel. Now we're going to read the text. Woe to you, experts of the law, and you Pharisees, hypocrites. You clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside you are full of greed and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup so that the outside may be clean too. Woe to you, experts in the law, and you Pharisees, hypocrites. 
You are like whitewashed tombs that look beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of bones of the dead and of everything unclean. In the same way, on the outside, you look righteous to people, but inside you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. I want to define what the text means by hypocrisy and lawlessness. The Oxford Dictionary defines it as the practice of claiming to have moral standards or beliefs to which one's own behavior does not conform. Lawlessness is defined as a state of disorder due to a disregard of the law. Jesus chose his words carefully. The Pharisees knew that God had, what God had commanded them, yet they ignored it to live a life of sin. If you'll turn with me to 1 John 3, 4. 1 John 3, 4. I think that it sums it up best. Everyone who practices sin also practices lawlessness. Jesus is revealing to the people that despite their outward appearance, they are not what they claim to be. Jesus further illustrates this with his analogy of cleaning the outside of the cup, but not the inside. One of the best analogies that uh, Brother Parker helped me to come up with was that if you have a cup that looks really nice on the, on the outside, it looks really clean, looks really good, it might even look like you wanted to drink from it, but on the inside, it's full of mud or this disgusting stains from the last drink that they had. In the same way, this is the same way that the Pharisees were to Jesus. Jesus says in Matthew 15, 18 through 19, but the things that come out of the mouth come from the heart, and these things defile a person. For out of the heart comes evil ideas, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, and slander. Jesus is showing us that what is inside of the person is what matters most to him. In the movie Kingdom of Heaven, one of the hospitaler knights says, I put no stock in religion. By the word religion, I have seen the lunacy of fanatics of every denomination be called the will of God. I have seen too much religion in the eyes of too many murders. What God desires is in the mind and in the heart. We see this in the chapter that Jesus points out specific acts of hypocrisy they have committed. For example, they acted wholly in front of others, verses 5 through 7. They do all their deeds to be seen by people, for they make their phylacteries wide and their tassels long. Um, for many of you, we don't really have an understanding of what phylacteries are, Phylacteries were small leather boxes that, they would, that the Jews would wear containing scriptures that would mark, remind them to keep the law. And this just further shows their hypocrisy. They love the place of honor at banquets and the best seats in the synagogues and elaborate greetings in the marketplaces. To have people call them rabbi. They added laws to burden the people, but they did not follow them themselves. In verse 4, they tie up heavy loads hard to carry, and put them on men's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to lift a finger to move them. They put on this facade, but they cannot fool the Lord who created them. Please turn with me to, Matthew, uh, to Jeremiah 17, 9 through 10. Jeremiah 17, 9 through 10. 
the human mind is more deceitful than anything else. It is incurably bad. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, probe into people's minds. I examine people's hearts. I deal with each person according to how he has behaved. I give them what they deserve based on what they have done. The Lord is no fool. He knows the intentions of our hearts just as he knew the Pharisees. We think we can hide our hearts from the Lord and others around us, but our actions will give us away. If you'll turn with me again, we're going to go to James chapter 2, 14 through 18. James chapter 2, 14 through 18. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but does not have works? Can this kind of faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacks daily food, and one of you says to him, Peace, keep warm and eat well, but you do not give them what, they, what the body needs, what good is it? So also faith, if it does not have works, is dead being by itself. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works and I will show you faith by my works. James is showing the reader that even though we profess faith in Jesus Christ, what use is it if we do not show fruits? He asks, can this faith save him? The answer to this, of course, is resounding no. It's important to note that James is not saying that we must work our way to heaven. James agrees with Paul. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 2, 8 through 9. Ephesians chapter 2, 8 through 9. For by grace you are saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves, it is a gift from God. It is not from works so that no one can boast. James is instead focusing on the heart of the person. In Matthew chapter 3, 7-10, John the Baptist says to the Pharisees, You offspring of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore pr- produce fruit that proves your repentance. A person who has truly believed in the Lord Jesus Christ will produce fruit showing repentance. They will not merely do their acts in front of others to look good, but will truly live their life in righteousness despite someone watching or not. Maybe you are in the room today and you have lived your life as a Pharisee. You masquerade as righteous in front of others. You go to church whenever the doors are open. You give tithes. You maybe even help in the kids' ministry. But at home, you live like the world. By giving in to your every lust, you cannot hide your heart from God. He knows every intention and thought. Paul wrote in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And Romans 6.23 says, For the payoff of sin is death. This death is called hell. 
Romans 2.8 says, But wrath and anger to those who live in selfish ambition and do not obey the truth, but follow unrighteousness. But there is good news. John 3.16 says, For this is the way God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. If you want to be saved, the Bible says in Romans 10, 9, 10, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you feel the Lord calling you tonight, do not waste a second answering his call. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 6, 2, where he says, I heard you at the acceptable time, and in the day of salvation, I helped you. Look, now is the acceptable time. Look, now is the day of salvation. Jesus says in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Faith in Jesus Christ is the only way to God. We cannot be good enough or righteous enough to make it to him. God sent his son so that everyone who believes in him will be saved. It is by grace that you are saved, not our works, so that no one may boast. Brothers and sisters, you may be wondering, how can this sermon apply to me? Even though we are saved, we still have sin-corrupted bodies. We must examine ourselves before the Lord as we are fully... uh, Are we fully following the Lord, or are we merely giving outward appearance of godliness? Do our actions show our evidence of following Jesus? Do we have all this head knowledge about the Lord, but not applying it to our lives? The Lord calls us to repentance of our self-righteousness and rely on Christ. This is the problem with our lives. Often we content examining ourselves to others, but we should instead examine our life before the Lord. We often want to make our faith a comparative exercise. I'm better than so-and-so, or at least I haven't done this or that. Yet this is the way of the Pharisee, and thus they cared more about their appearance before others. Lost my way. He's after the whole heart, a true faith, and a pure heart before him. However, even if we fail to live our lives as we ought, Christ is faithful to continue his work in us. As it says in Philippians 1.6, For I am sure of this very thing, that the one who began a good work in you will perfect it in the day of Christ Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Thanks for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Grace Point Henderson Podcast. For more information about Grace Point Church, go to gracepointhenderson.com. And if you live in the Henderson, Kentucky area, always feel free to join us for worship on Sundays at 10.15 a.m. For all of our listeners, we invite you to leave us an honest five-star review on your podcasting viewer app. Also, be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode of the Grace Point Henderson podcast. We'll see you next time.